Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TD Garden continues another year. My goodness. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. And we are here with Petey and Craig Craig in studio for the first time in forever because they were at home for a thousand years. Uh, we got Danielle behind the Mac. How are we feeling? Overall uh, thoughts? No, I liked a lot of parts of their game. Just... Some bad puck management, oh. some bad reads, just, you know, there's some glaring mistakes that really, really cost them in this one. But like I said, I liked a lot of parts of their game. This was not the worst loss that I have seen at TD Garden. No, I, I thought there were moments that the Coyotes were really good in this game. And I thought they they pushed the pace. I thought they had scoring opportunities. At moments, they looked really strong in this game. And there were points early in this game, especially in the first period when they had power plays, that they could have scored first and maybe the changes the complexion of this game. But again, for the first time in a long time, even, even with the loss to Philadelphia, this is one where they created their own mistakes and their own problems. Yep. Um, but hey, this is the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. Like that is a really, really, really good hockey team. Um, I think the Coyotes showed they could skate with them, and I, and I think that was a good benchmark for this team. Um, so I, even though the scoreboard showed it as a loss, morally there were some good things here, and, and I can't take it as a moral win. Yeah, they started off this game amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, shot they were out shooting the Bruins nine to one through the first six minutes of the game, which was crazy. Um, and then unfortunately, you know, took two penalties kind of back to back, but they killed the five on three. You're thinking, okay, yeah. there's a chance. Um, but then and they what, should have had their own. Yeah, mm. that's true. Missed call. Um, I guess they got it back when they called the delay of game in the third. That wasn't quite delay of game, but oh well. Um, and then unfortunately go down to nothing after the first kind of storm back in the second. You thought, okay, it, that's how that was kind of the story of this game. It was like, Oh my God, they're doing so well. Ugh, they're down. They're in a gap. Oh wait, they're coming back. Oh no, wait, they're coming back. Like that was just back and forth, up and down. Um, so yeah, as far like if you just take it, I think overall for what it was, not the worst thing. But if you start to look at some of the small mistakes and problems, which we'll get to in just a second when we look at the numbers, um, then it paints a interesting picture. So on that note, let's take a look at the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Let's take a look. Um, Coyotes, wow, ended up out shooting Boston 34 to 29. Interesting. Big one here. Yotes over five on the power play. That's just not going to get you. Bruins one for three and the next one. I mean, this is the most glaring one. Obviously, we don't always include face off statistics because sometimes they're irrelevant, but 
seemingly relevant today because Ooh, Boston wait. won 72 percent of the faceoffs. Coyotes won 28 percent, and then shot attempts. The Yotes had 62, and the Bruins had 54. Hmm. Well, I, I think the shots on goal, the disparity at the nine to one to start. I don't think Boston was ready to play. And sometimes at home when you're playing in a matinee on a time that you're not used to playing games at, that can happen. You can start slow. So I think that was the moment where the Coyotes really needed to jump out to a lead. The other stat there, you looked at the power play. Coyotes power play just couldn't just couldn't get it uh, across the line. And there were moments where I thought the power play, they looked like they were gaining some momentum. Um, but when you lose that many faceoffs, I know... I, I personally think it's an overblown stat. It is. It's just in moments, in key but, moments. But that. Yeah, that's that's just getting routed. That that, that That's unbelievable. Yeah. And unfortunately, one of the faceoffs they win ends up um, getting turned over and ending up um, as a goal for the Boston Bruins by Pasternak's effort off of the faceoff. So even when they win, they lose. Yeah. That's a tough one Are you breaking that down today or no. not enough time? But no. you, you point out a, like a, a couple things. I know people were thinking that that was a penalty committed against Yusuf Valimaki. We went back, Valimaki, I should say. <laughs> Valimaki. We went back and looked at it. Not really. It was, yeah, I think he's going for the puck there, and yeah. I think it's just an unfortunate where where his, his feet were at the time. And and so no, I did. I didn't have a problem that there was no call but on. But you that. pointed out a couple other things. Yeah, on that when you play. when you're taking a face off, one of your jobs as a winger, you have two jobs. Um, one, you have to get to your your defenseman. You're responsible for defending the opposing team's defenseman so he can't get a shot off at your net but when you're lined up against the opposing winger where Michelli was lined up with Pasternak if you win the draw you're supposed to we call him bump it's almost like a pick and roll in basketball yeah you just physically have to get in his way or an old lineman who's him. just got to get a you just have a to chip, bump him as just chip him yep. just chip the body we have to chip the body just to slow his his speed to uh to Valimaki a little bit just get in the way uh, of power next who doesn't have a clean lane. It's like a clean lane to your quarterback on a blitz. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. You'd like to see Michelli just get chip the body, get in his way just a little bit, just to give Valimaki one one quick moment to get that pass on. And then when Pasta circles the net, I mean he got he got all the way around the net yeah. was actually even I know people are like, oh he gave up the post. Well Pasternak was cutting to the middle at that point. He had a lot of room, so yeah, at some point room. Ingram had to come off the post to protect the far yeah. side, move with him. And I thought Ingram look when you look at what he played. I didn't like the. I didn't think he looked sharp against Philly. I, I thought he looked good tonight. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with his game tonight at all. Some so I, I, I am, and I, I was surprised to see him start. But then we heard what Coach Turney said about the reasoning behind it, and it makes complete sense on, on why he played him. There was no practice yesterday. There was no morning skate today, and it's hard to throw Vamelka in after not playing for weeks and say, hey, by the way, you don't get a practice and and or morning sh- morning shot. So he hadn't seen a puck in, in two and a half days as it is. So I, I, I think that wasn't fair if you would have put him in today yeah. against the powerhouse Boston Bruins. So I, I, I agree with the call there. I think that was a good choice to put in. And I thought he played okay. Yeah, It, yeah. it really boils down to their mistakes. Oh, the mistake. Like if I had to watch one more turnover in the first period, I was going to lose my mind it's just like these blind drop passes to nobody passes across the ice and they're and the that was the problem with today's game is they all the mistakes are avoidable but you look at the majority of boston goals and they all came i mean obviously that's how you capitalize in a hot game you have to capitalize on the other team's mistakes but that's the thing that's frustrating it wasn't just the boston bruins skill causing them to score goals it was their skill combined with the coyotes mistakes and that was what made it so frustrating yeah and one of the players that that i thought caused a lot of problems in the defensive zone was was sean dersey yep. and you look at sean dersey's day he, he get 
two penalties, so he's in the box. He's minus two, and he had turnovers. He usually manages the puck so well. The strength of his game is him distributing the puck from the defensive zone to the offensive zone. That's one of the things he does extremely well. Today, I don't know if it was the reads he was having, um, but I, I thought he threw the puck away a few times where he didn't even look. Yeah. Like he, just, he just made a play. And unfortunately, a few of those went right on the opponent's stick. Well, the second goal was like literally yeah. right on Trent Frederick's stick. Assist. But there was also, uh, when when the Bruins got that power play goal to go up to get their third goal, was it their third goal? Can't remember. Um, but he passes the puck to Logan Cooley, and people are talking, well, wow, it's a Logan Cooley turnover. No, he got a guy right, right on, on him, him when you gave him the puck. Yeah. High in the zone, that's that's a dangerous area. Just go indirect off the boards. Yeah, and I think that, that this is one lesson to learn from the, the the Coyotes' defense right now from today's game. They needed to use the, the, the glass a little bit more. And when we say use the glass, it means you're in trouble, pressure on you, you don't have the perfect play, fire the puck off the glass. Just get it out to the neutral zone and, and then see if you can work it out from there. You need to, to avoid the pressure and the danger. And, and I thought there were opportunities. I, I look at Dumba in the third period oh. where it was a one-on-two and he kind of fumbled it. And, and, he, and then he actually kicks it and puts it on their state. It was an unfortunate thing. If you if you would have just picked up the puck and maybe off the glass and out. Um, we look at Valamaki on the Pashnackle. That's off the glass and out. Dursey on the, uh, the backhand pass right to their off the glass and out or a hard rim off the glass. I think you're on the road in Boston in, in TD Garden where you don't have success anyway. I think there are opportunities you need to simplify the game. And I thought they could have managed the puck better trying to get the puck out of their own zone. I feel like we say that every, like simplify the game off the yeah. glass and out. We say that like every Wait, but you know why show the Coyotes That's lose. a good point though. You know why? Because this isn't the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. This isn't McCarr and Gerard and, and Taves, guys that defensemen that you look at, oh my gosh, high-powered, high-skilled offensive defensemen. That's not who this team is. That's not how the Coyotes were built. So because of that, you don't you don't have the puck, the glorious puck movers get the puck up the ice. So sometimes you got to play ugly and it's it's off the glass and out and over the red and in. And I think that's Coyote hockey when they, when they play off the glass and out and over the red and in. And I think it's simplify the game. You don't have the superstars on this team, so you need to do what it takes to win. And it might not be pretty, but sometimes that's how you win. Yep. Scratching and clawing, as, Scratching we, and clawing. as we always say. Hockey the hard way. Hockey I mean, literally, it's every it's 25 years of slogans. Roaring <laughs> <laughs> um, Fork mentions Kessel Ring not being in the game. Huge bummer. Again, if you watched Walking and Talking earlier this week, he talked about playing at Northeastern and going back to Boston and yeah. friends going and just, you know, unfortunate timing. I mean, we're very happy that Dursey's back, although he didn't have. Yeah. His Speaking best of curses. Game. Oh, walking and talking curse. No, 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 no. We need, that. that was just a maybe. Maybe he, he goes back down to Tucson and lights it up down there. Yeah, you never we'll know. See. You never know. It's a, it's a delayed thing. It's but a delayed thing. On the subject of real curses off the top, I mentioned um, the, the road losing streak here. So the last time the Coyotes won in TD Garden was March 5th, 2009. Um, Taylor Swift had released Fearless. I believe Watchmen was the top grossing movie in the box office. I looked at, I forget what the top song was. It was like Poker Face or something like that, <laughs> just to add yeah, some it. perspective um, to, to that time. But we have from NHL stats kind of a graphic to show just how significant this losing streak is. And the Coyotes now actually take the lead for active road losing streaks of eight or more games in regulation in the NHL with the Boston Bruins with 10 straight road losses. And they are also second tied for second on this list 
with the Pittsburgh Penguins for eight road losses straight. Mm. And guess where they're going? They're going to Pittsburgh so on it, Tuesday. It, it, just so, to clarify, they're tied for third, yeah. and they could, with another loss, get tied for second. Yep. Oh, because they yeah, jumped third. over in, a, in, in the number one. It was one. second before yeah. tonight. Yeah, before we talked about this before this road trip, how TD Garden and PPG Paints are maybe the toughest two buildings for this team to play yeah. in. Black and yellow, tough for the Oats. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe that's Black it right there. Copyright infringement. I think <laughs> this, you know what, though? Yellow and black. And, and, and I do black, say sorry. that this was, this game, I thought they played well, and once it became two nothing and then three nothing, I go, well, buddy, we could just start recording it now. What a good, and we could have played it back. We could be at home now, but then they fought back, down but not out, and that that's one of the hallmarks of last year's Coyotes team and, and what we saw out of Andres Cherny group, and then we haven't seen early in the season this year. So it's good to see that they had a little battle back. Um, it's a two goal loss in a game that you gave them at least three that were on your stick. So uh, it's okay, maybe, maybe. By the way, the Pittsburgh Penguins are are not playing their best hockey no. right now. They closed our meeting yesterday, and they're they're a little grumpy. Those are always effective, aren't they? Yeah, they always work really well. Um, so fingers One are pointing around the boss. So maybe Sorry. maybe Pittsburgh. Maybe this is the time. Maybe this is it. We we looked at this game today and said this was kind of a scheduled loss, like yeah. just based yeah. on what we just said. Time and, zones and, and travel. The travel. It was essentially a back to back. They had an early flight yesterday, a one p.m. game there, but eleven a.m. Arizona time, um, and and then obviously the the record at TD Garden, which is now three fifteen and one. <laughs> so just absolutely brutal. Hey, maybe they will. Maybe it was too much to ask to get a win at TD and at PPG Paint. Yeah, so maybe maybe the, right. Maybe they'll yeah. get one with. Milka three three points on this trip would be would be good. Not great, good. Oh yeah, four points would be great. Yeah. So I, I think You're now you have three. To, you have to turn to the the Sean DePaz Buffalo Sabers, and now that becomes a must win on this trip. It does. So, oh boy, boy howdy is right. Um, okay, we'll talk. About, I promise we'll talk about some positive things because there are some. There's some really cool like nuggets. I want to talk about Carcone. We'll award a dog in him. Um, but first, it is Saturday afternoon. I feel like I should have a wow in my hand right now. Like that feels very yeah. appropriate for With a you. day game. Um, I don't, but I'll be enjoying one later. Going to a comedy show tonight. You know? Really? So I didn't know that was a thing. Hopefully, I'm not going to one too. Oh, but I'm going to the SU game. <laughs> yes, well, a little, little four peaks. I, 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 I had a four peaks while the plumber was still there. Oh yesterday. God, we know. Thank that gosh, I, had, I did have cold wows. That's good. That's good. Um, well, you can uh, enjoy four peaks and basically at every restaurant in Arizona and then wherever you buy your beer, you can buy Four Peaks. And if you haven't stopped by the H Street Pub, swing by. You can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest in Arizona's hometown brewery. And you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Craig and Petey did not bring lunch today. That was their mistake. But I was saying like right before we went live, especially for Craig going to Tempe. Yeah, I would. Illegal Pete's. Yeah. I, I mean, I have the time. I'm, I'm, I'm I considering going a, a detour. Because yeah. all I can think about now is one of my mistakes, which has become now come my staple, is the spilled queso onto the white rice that soaks in by the time you get to the bottom. I'm telling you, it is the new mac and cheese. That sounds it's queso so and rice. Oh, think, the queso. What do you think so is more good. important? Getting illegal Pete's or making opening puck drop? Buddy. Getting illegal It's not even, not even <laughs> close. I'm on board with that. Literally not even close. I'm on board. Uh, what time is the game? Five o'clock. Oh, well, if we uh, wrap it up here, be. you'll have time. Yeah, plenty of time. Um, Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this winter. Also, it's so nice out. Like, sit on the patio. Stop by for happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day. 
that's you'll get there right in the happy, happy hour. hour window. Three to eight p.m. every day yeah. at all twelve locations. Legal Pete's the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for twenty-eight years. All right. We're going to award a dog in him, um, and it's not one of the three goal scorers because really? we felt that this player was had so many chances, so many looks. He was kind of effective in so many ways, um, and our dog in him goes to Matias Michelli with one assist, five shots on goal, and 15 shot attempts at tip Dmitry Filipovich. Unreal. Unreal. Um, so Matias Michelli <laughs> gets the desert dog in him. Again, he had two amazing looks in the beginning of the game. He had another one later, I think, in the, in the second period where Omar just stuck his toe out. Just a ton of great looks. He did get the assist on Krause's goal. Um, so for that reason, Matias Michelli is today's dog in him. So congrats, Matias. Like um, 22 minutes, by the way. That's wow. a lot. I'm lucky t- tomorrow is not a game day. And they're, done, they're they're technically done right now, and they're in Boston, and it's it's uh, what time? Four, four ten in Boston. Beautiful. And they don't travel till tomorrow. <clears throat> uh oh. I know what I'd be doing. Going out in the north end. Yeah, dude. Sean, yeah. you should go find the. Yeah, there, but buddy, <laughs> Sean DP. That's the. Uh oh. That's all I'll say. Because <laughs> oh, on, on a calendar, I would say this light would be pretty green right now. <laughs> Saturday night in Boston. Green, green, green. Oh boy. So look, if you're in downtown Boston, take a peek around. You might see a coyote. There you go. Um, but I want to talk about Michael Carcone for a second um, because his goal today. I feel like we could do it for him, too. Yeah. Carcone. By the way, Paul Bissonnette is, uh, oh, that's is right. like now saying the names like that. Biz, like give us some credit. Come on. Yeah, but it's OK. We, we've we we've created seats. we've created a movement, so I'm good with it. Um, Michael Carcone, 13th of the season, still leads the team, even though Kraus um, had his 12th today. So he's just one behind. But. Another Dmitry Filipovich stat, there are 641 players with 100 plus five on five minutes played this season. Michael Carcone is 567th in ice time on that list, yet leads the NHL in five on five goals. What? 567th? On the list of 641 in time on ice. That's almost towards the bottom. Leads the NHL (laughs) in five on five goals. The NHL! Like the whole chill? The whole, the whole thing. That is, that is actually incredible. He was talking about that on the podcast. It's just, it's, that's a great, great find in the stats, but wow. Like, wow. where's this coming from? Like, and I was just saying today, like, I, I think going into this game, like three quarters of his goals had come at home. Like he doesn't score much on the road. I think he had two goals in one road game. He scores again today. It just yeah. doesn't matter where he plays. And anymore. I talked He's to him just, in the parking lot. At the ice stand the other day, and we were talking about, hey, I said you're a goal scorer. Now you're doing that. And it, this is the one where you put it through the defenseman's leg at home. And I talked to him about that. And he said, you know what? I didn't even look at the net. I didn't even try to pick a shot. I just looked at the defenseman, and I wanted to get it between his legs. I just wanted to get I wanted to get it through him, and I knew that would give the goalie trouble. So maybe that's what happened again today, mm. that he just wanted – he was not looking at the net. He's looking at getting it through that, that defenseman's legs. Whatever he is doing, his release is quick. And he is getting some really good looks right now. And he, and he you know what he's doing? Throwing pucks at the net. Yeah. I, I tell you what, he, I, you root for a guy like Michael Carcone. He had his kids at the ice stand the other day. And it's just, uh, you, he's a guy you can get behind. And I, I said it again. A guy I thought was going to mostly on the fourth line and in and out of the lineup this season. Undrafted, too. Um, Roaring Fork, $5 Super Chat. Serious question, should Carcone fire his agent? Um, I mean, it pro- I mean, he like had to prove himself. Yeah, this he year. was his own agent for a while. Really? She read my story last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how crazy. he got his first contract. Yeah, it's crazy. Gutsy move. Yeah, go go exactly. back and find 
Craig's article, if you can, gutsy move on him starting his career. Um, hey, he, he got a one-way contract this year. And if not for mm-hmm. some attention from some other teams around the league, I'm not even sure they would have offered him a one-way. I think him, him doing so well in the American League forced their hand because he was noticed and recognized. And I think there are other teams that would have given him uh, a contract this year to put him on their NHL clubs. So, hey, he's just happy to be playing in the NHL. Not and just playing. Like Was he showing up Tani money? No. No. Every player in the league added up their salary. Would that be showing up Tani money? I'm not even sure. I literally don't know. That's insane. Okay, enough. Insane. Enough baseball talk. <laughs> yeah, enough Sorry, on Joe Danielle. Hayatani. We don't need to go there. Yeah, you can turn into the PHNX D-back show on Monday. I'm sure they're going to talk about it. <laughs> Throwing up. Um, Clayton Keller, his ninth of the season. Great to see him get on the board. And then, obviously, Lawson Cross, his twelfth of the season. So, um, you know, still still got some goals again. It was, it was a pretty good effort. And hopefully there's some good things they can take away. I think, like, when you look at this game compared to the Philadelphia game, do you feel like there's... Which game do you think there was more good to take away from? I think this game. I, I didn't like their game much against Philadelphia. It just looked sluggish. They never got anything going in the early deficit. Definitely put them in a hole, but they had the deficit here and they battled back. I just I just felt like there was more fight in them. There were there were a lot of good elements of their offense tonight in particular. Again, as Petey said, it's just this is a game of mistakes. That's that's really what defined this loss for the Coyotes. Some glaring mistakes. And I think in the Flyer game, I don't think they ever got their game going. I think that was yeah. a sixty minute. It was a poor effort. They didn't have any energy. I didn't think the goaltending was good. It was hard I to just, watch. It was a dud. Yeah. It was a real dud. This game, I, I don't think they played sixty minutes by any means. But there were moments where they were the better team, and I thought they there were times when they were they were all over Boston. And you look at Linus Olmark, who's he's a guy who's going to be in the conversation for the Vesna Trophy. If not for him, maybe this game goes the other yeah. way. Like there were some looks at that net where they had that Kraus line. We talked about Michelli just missing off the toe, but Kraus had several looks in tight. Um, Kerfoot had looks in tight. Like they had some really good looks. The goaltending was great. Because of that, I think this was much better outing for the Coyotes. I just wish they could put that mistake-free hockey into their game today. It's it's when they went on the five-game running streak, they were playing mistake-free hockey, and they got the when they did create turnovers. It was in the offensive zone, but it wasn't in their defensive zone like they did today. They did not turn the puck over like they did today over the five-game winning streak, and and that's the biggest problem to take away from today's game. I want to talk about the lineup shuffle. This is something we discussed on the last postgame show that we could foresee happening since, you know, they finally snapped the win streak. You can make changes. Logan Cooley, I think he was a minus four in the last game. So on the ice for every goal against. And we saw a huge shift in the lineup because Logan Cooley dropped to centering the fourth line. They moved Jason Zucker up to the top line and they went with the 11-7 today. What did you guys think about the decision to move Cooley down to the fourth line? I mean, it wasn't surprised after the Flyers game. You know, it 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 it, it wasn't. Oh well, he. It wasn't an opportunity. I'll, I'll say it that way. Um, it was a demotion. Yeah, he had a rough game, and I coaches a lot of times, and Petey will know this far better than I do. They they like to shake things up when you have a, a sluggish effort like that. So you drop him in the lineup, but. Yeah, another thing you got to look at, this is the, in Boston too, one of the things at home when you have the last line change yeah, and the coach can manage that line a little bit better and go, okay, you can see your opponent's putting out for a line and go, okay, I can get I can get Cooley out there with Schmaltz and Keller. When you're in Boston, Boston has the last change, and if you put 
those three guys on the ice, you're going to get the top line. You're going to get more Pasternak. You're going to get that. I, I think Bear really didn't have a choice but to put mix that lineup and put a, someone a little bit more responsible like a, a Jason Zucker. And you look across the board tonight now, and both Schmaltz and Keller. Schmaltz is plus one, Keller's even. Um, it did make a difference in what that line was able to do. Um, does Zucker give them offense? I, I think he does. Is he a Logan Cooley? Will Logan Cooley surpass Jason Zucker at some point in his career? Yeah, I think he will. So the demotion, I think it, it, it lets takes the pressure off Cooley for a little bit right now. It doesn't have the amount of ice time, so he didn't play as often. Um, doesn't get in the same situations. You get a better line matchup. All of those things happen for Cooley today. Um, so n- not only am I not surprised, Cooley ends up today plus one. So looking ahead, what do you do against the Penguins? What, what his hometown? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing that's discussed? It, it's it's funny. I think it depends on the coach, right? It does depend on the coach, and and, and I have been there, and it's just awful, and you just almost feel so bad for a kid that's got a plan. He's got relatives there, and it's coming, and they're not in the lineup. And yeah. you, Kessel Ring. And, and you go, yeah, Ring coach, wait, and you're like, it's not my fault the kid's from here. I, I can't right. help it. Right. I, there are coaches, and there have been moments in this franchise that we're going to talk about. Let's talk about it on the next diehard chat too. Well, I'll tell I'll tell a story to our diehards. Okay. okay. So we'll throw that out there. That there was a player in his hometown that that talked to coach after the morning skate into getting into the lineup, and I was in the room when it happened. <laughs> so I will relay that story inside the chat. So it can happen, and you and you do feel for these people because they're kids. But this isn't. This isn't a rec league game. This it's isn't feel good peewees. Yeah, it's yeah. it's your job. And in whatever, a coach needs to put the best 20 players out there that can help this team win. And if this is what he thinks the lineup is. So when you take in Cooley into Pittsburgh, does it affect the lineup? Um, it depends what happens in Buffalo. Um, I, I think if this team can get a win in Buffalo and Cooley plays well again and he plays on the fourth line again and he ends up even again, I don't see any chance that he moves up to that time, top line at all. But, but the benefit for Cooley... Is he skilled enough that he gets his minutes in at the power play? So he still yeah. gets his chance yeah. to shine offensively with with Schmaltz and Keller. He just has to wait for the power play for it to happen. So I don't anticipate changes going into Pittsburgh uh, unless something either A, goes extremely wrong in Buffalo, or if there's some injuries, and that can always change the lineup. Uh, blatantly, Asine said, is Cooley going to dominate Pittsburgh the way Keller dominates St. Louis? We'll see. We'll see. Um, but also, Cooley did score against the Capitals, and that is his favorite Childhood team, team, despite growing up in the Pittsburgh area. So maybe it'll be the Capitals that he will dominate. We'll see. It's so early in Cooley's career, and I know we talk about him a lot, but there's so there's so much room for, for him to grow and just how he you know, performs. We'll look back. Oh, remember when he was on the fourth line? Hopefully we'll look back and say that hmm. um, and, and say, couldn't, couldn't imagine that now. Um we kind of talked about Ingram already. I do just want to talk about the goalie plan because we were wrong once again. Um, literally, as of yesterday, we were saying Veggie will start. We heard that they even announced Vimelka as the starter in TD Garden today, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, but Bear spoke with Todd Walsh earlier and kind of explained the goalie, not even rotation. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. So. Craig, can you give us some insight into the goalie plan? Yeah, it's just a matter of practice time, right? They, we, we, we've talked about this all the time. Like, it, it's hard to create content because the guys don't practice. Yeah. They're just never on the ice. So when Karel Melka isn't getting those practice reps, how do you throw him in this game? And as Andre said, as he told Todd Walsh, they're going to be off tomorrow. So you're not going to get on the ice with Vimelka, which probably means he's going to – well, he said it. Ingram's going to play in Buffalo, Buffalo. as well. So – 
you, so you how understand many straight starts is that? That'll be eight, I think, wow. straight starts. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense when he explains it that way. It's just a little shocking. And then you get he, he said Veg is going to play the uh, Pittsburgh game and then probably play the San Jose game as well when they come home. So. Yeah. So when you get on Buffalo and you'll go into the morning skate because they're going to take tomorrow off on a Sunday. So Monday they'll have a good morning skate and everybody will go out and, and Vimelka is going to get extra ice. He's going to yeah. stay out after with with Corey Schwab or go out early with Corey Schwab and he's going to get some extra shots, some extra work. He will be ready to go by Pittsburgh. It's, it is unfortunate that he'll have been three or four days without a shot. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's imperative that he has a good skate in Buffalo and he'll stay out longer. He'll get his work in. And I mean, he's got to prove something, right? Yeah. He's got to prove something. It's a big game now. for him. It is. It really is. Because if he goes out there and has a difficult start, um, it's going to be it's going to be a concern. Right. If he has a if he has a bad start. Yeah. And then Andre's already said, you know, he'll get the next two. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Tough. He he needs he really needs to. He, he, I'd love to see him have one of those Winnipeg Jet games where right. he's he unreal shoves it yeah. down everybody's throat and say I I do belong here Arizona against everybody. I hope that happens. I I think one for the team, two for the kid, for the long term success of this franchise this season. I think it's imperative that they have two goalies that are they can roll out at any time. He needs to get his confidence back. I hope he has that kind of a start against Pittsburgh. The worst thing you could see if it goes the opposite. I think the key to watch as a fan against that Pittsburgh Penguin game is to see how he responds the first five minutes and what he looks like in those first five minutes because it's not just he might not give up a goal but he, but I want to see if he's if he's calm and steady in that blue line you know if he's sliding out of that blue paint like Which that we've Melka seen, we've seen yeah. and, and pucks are getting by him even though they're not may not be going in the net might still be zero zero but you'll know if he's on or if he's off right away. So that yeah. first five minutes for him to settle in and get a few shots, get a few saves, and come out of the first five minutes, 0-0 zero, zero, with two or three good saves. Not not five alarm bell, great saves, just seeing the puck. I think that's going to be key for how the rest of that game progresses and, and potentially the rest, the rest of, of his season progresses. This is that big of a game for him, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fair. B says veggie's better when he sees more shots, so we'll see. I agree with that, but... He's going to have to, if that first shot of the game is a Sidney Crosby breakaway 30 oh seconds in, that is not ideal. Yeah. So it's res the, the responsibility of the defense and the, the, the 19 guys in front of him to make sure that he's not getting those kind of shots early, that he's getting, he's getting opportunities to see the puck, that he's not having to make rebound saves. Like they need to defend for Vimelka like they've been defending for Ingram. And, and I don't know if we've seen that this year. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting these next couple. Actually, I think just the week ahead will be interesting. We'll talk more about that. Um, but if you want to bet on any of the upcoming games, and it doesn't just have to be money line, puck line, over, under. You can bet over in saves, for example. You yes. can bet sh over, under, and shots on goal for players. First goal scorer, last goal scorer, you know any time. Exact score of a game. Yes, which PD did. I bet a 4-6. Yeah, and, and it was three five. So close, so close. But yeah, that's something else you can do. You can bet all kinds of it's stuff. It's so fun. The one thing they don't have is Michael Carcone Rocket Richard odds. It so it's time there. to rectify this bet MGM. Um, but regardless, if you haven't signed up for bet MGM yet, use that bonus code PHNX when you do and place your first bet MGM sportsbook wager through the bet MGM sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars. And if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled, um, up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. So that's awesome. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas. 
Texas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Speaking of BetMGM, the BetMGM Sportsbook inside of Gila River Resorts and Casinos at Wild Horse Pass is unbelievable. I went in there. Um, they have like those really it's it it's like our recliner comfy mm. seats, just all like in movie theater style around a massive screen, like massive screen with a bunch of other massive screens. Great place to take in an NFL Sunday um, besides, you know, obviously the casino, the multiple restaurants inside. And that's just one of the many locations of Gila River Resorts and Casinos. No one does it better, truly. So you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Bequiva. I don't know about you, but I feel good. <laughs> there you mm-hmm. go. Oh my god! Now without now with no bowing, we don't see that commercial. I don't want to say that. We see plenty of other we ones do. over and over again, and I'm we not even going to give them because there's no free advertising. Max, yeah. I remembered. But wow, but we, we can recite them. Ones, huh? well, wow. We can recite them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Apparently, they need some right. vo- better voice actors. Like uh, the, 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 we're ready. Like the three of us are here. Or and writers ready. or uh, you don't have to pay me to do your commercial on those games. I'm like I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. All right. Well, with uh, today's loss, the Coyotes now dropped to that second wild card spot. It's funny how you can go from being on. It's like, oh, my God, this team is a wagon. And then they lose two. And it's like, oh, no, they're on the down. But if you actually look um, at the record through the first 25 games, they are now 13, 11 and two. Just a reminder, last season, they were eight, 13 and four through the first 25. The there season before they were five, 18 and two. And what we were looking for, I think, just to take it back. To, to earth, I guess, if you want to say that is just growth um, from la- year over year. And that's what we've gotten. I mean, to be even in the second wild card spot right now, that's exciting. Um, it's just it's fun to see that. And obviously injuries have really plagued this team with Barrett Hayton out and McBain and um, Troy and Travis Boyd. I was combining his first and last name. There you go um, out. But I don't know. It's just it's it's something it's something that for me, like I just have to kind of remember, like this is mm-hmm. what we're looking for. You get so caught up in the highs and lows of the season, but it's a 40, it's a 82 game season and we're like yeah. just over a third of the way. And like a five year plan, right? Or yeah, exactly. Longer, so what's exactly. the, what's the cliche? Trust the process. It is. Trust the process. Yeah. And there's still uh, right now this morning and there's a lot more games the rest of the day today, but right now they're in a playoff spot. And and you know where they're not? They're not in the the, the, the bottom chasing. We're not draft, running the draft lottery to, simulator. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, by the way, are the Blackhawks going to become the new Edmonton Oilers and just yeah. get like four first yes. overall picks in a six year period? Yes. And how good did it work for? Well, I can't now, but yeah. Just saying, it's, it's not always about who gets the best draft picks. Did McDavid won a cup yet? Nope. Okay, just checking. I just checked if he won one since the last time I asked. Did Matthews win one yet? Nope. Just saying. It feels like a, Too soon? a personal attack there. I'm just saying. I know everybody roots for this first overall draft pick, but that doesn't guarantee yeah, playoff no, success. It doesn't. I know. But there are guys that do, like Kane yeah. and Taves and Crosby and Malkin. I get it. Ovechkin. I get it. <laughs> okay. And but, sorry, okay. I can keep going here. We get it. But it, but they're in a playoff spot right now. You should feel good as an Arrow Coyote fan. I think they're ahead of where they expected to be at this time in the rebuild. Things are good. Relax. There's guys coming back from injury. Things are good. Deep breath. Have fun. Enjoy it. 
And you do you. <laughs> um, okay, well, we've talked about the, the early games next week, but let's take a look at the upcoming schedule. Two back-to-backs in one week. Two on the road, two at home. Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Monday, Tuesday. San Jose, Buffalo, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it's a crazy and, and, week. And then throw in the PHNX holiday party. holiday party on the 14th. Yeah. You know, I feel and like our with, bonus show. I feel like with two Buffalo games in one week, like our weekly uh, What Chaos Hit should just be with Sean DePaz. I agree. Sean, if you're still here, let us know if you're, if I'm you're interested. I'm all in for that. Um, that. That should be interesting to play the same team twice in a week. Yeah. Um, kind of an interesting opportunity, like when they played LA twice in the same week earlier in the season. Although that, did but it's not weird when you play well. Buffalo. Like, yeah. like, like LA, I get. Yeah, yeah. Like, Anaheim, it, I get. Yeah, Dallas, we used to get that all the time. Buffalo, huh? And don't look now, but the Sharks are <laughs> like the Sharks are cooking. I mean, came, Sharks are cooking. That I don't know. That five that, four and one, not bad. That game against Detroit. Oh, crazy! Unreal. That was crazy, crazy train. Game. So I, I don't know. I just like I don't want to look at the calendar and say, oh, like the Sharks. That's, no, the that's Sharks are not an automatic win. win. Yeah, they're not. And I tell you what, their goaltender played good enough, and they they have guys that can put the puck in there. They're trying to. It's a scoring race when you play them. They're looking six five, seven four. Like there, there's gonna be some goals in that game. So this team, Coyotes can't look by anybody. Like you just can't. Yeah. No. Yeah, One at a time. Buffalo can. next. Check it off. And don't go to Chippewa. <laughs> just saying. Oh man. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've never been to Chippewa. No, I well, you shouldn't. Why? I, it's, <laughs> it's open till four. It's just stay away. It sounds yeah. like a fun time. It actually is. Sean, can you report? Sean knows. No, he Sean knows. Sean Sean's I imagine been down Chippewa Ave a few times after dark. I've told you I've been there at four in the morning in a blizzard, <laughs> <laughs> and I was not the only one. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Let's talk hockey. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about from this game? Not really. I, I like good. that. I yeah. like that it's the middle of the afternoon. Still. Me too. I'm yeah. all about the matinee. We were buzzing this morning at 11 a.m. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna go over to Mullet now. Yeah. See, I wouldn't. I'm not. Watch the Sun Devils. See if they can beat Dartmouth. They need to beat Dartmouth. I'm not. They going. have to beat Dartmouth. You're going to there? No, I'm going to a comedy show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, we've already had our conversations about comedy shows that I don't like them. Why? Because I don't laugh. I don't think they're funny. I like anybody. If, if a joke is hilarious to me, I'll go. Oh, I get it. That, that's, you don't uh, laugh. No, I, I just think I don't think stand-up comedians. I can think they're funny because I understand the joke. I think I'm just socially awkward, and I <laughs> might be on the beginning of the spectrum myself, where I just go, "Okay, I get it. That's funny," <laughs> but I don't go, <laughs> "Never in my life Unless, have I done that." Really? Um, I've seen you laugh out loud no, no, at the no, Mullet Magician. Not at, a, not at a comedian. Oh, not at a comedian. I just, oh, that's a good joke. I get yeah, it. You've seen him laugh out loud though. Yeah, usually oh, he's laugh. laughing at me though. So, but I, I, laugh. Yeah. I just literally com- at and, me, and comedy shows make me unbelievably uncomfortable. Really. I hate it. Oh Even God, if I, I know they're this. not going to pull me out of the crowd and point at me and say something, which, by the way, I might, I will literally leave if <laughs> they ever did that to me, and I might physically come at you if, because I don't, I'm not there for that. Don't, don't make fun of me. But I just, I know I'm not going to laugh, and so sometimes like, ah, I'll do the fake thing. It's just really uncomfortable. But have fun. You enjoy it. Good for you. Roaring Fork said, "PD and Schmaltz on walking and talking would be a barrel of laughs." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. I've got issues. We, we've talked about them before. I got problems. <laughs> I got problems, but it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Can't wait. This is fantastic. More matinees. Yes, yeah, please, like Gary It's 2.30 right? p.m. Normally, it's like More 11 o'clock Gary right Batman. now. We're like falling asleep. More. No windows in mullet. There's an, there's an 8.30 p.m. game this month. No, let's not talk about that, okay? And when they get to the new arena in I'll Northeast Phoenix. By have they started building that yet, Craig? <laughs> Northeast Phoenix? Because yeah. if they're playing in Northeast Phoenix right now, I could walk home. <laughs> Uh, they could be putting shovels in the ground any day I, now. Who knows? I've heard it's done. 
Because they're playing there this weekend. Even if they move there tomorrow, we're still doing our shows downtown. See, I've already, I've already, I've got a plan for that. I've already thought that through. Okay. <laughs> there, there, I guess I, there's no damn way that if the arena is two minutes from my house, that I'm driving 40 minutes away to do this. We're going to find a way <laughs> to do the show Jesus from the new Christ. arena. Well, I'm, I'm down with that anyway. I want to do a post game from the arena Clearly. anyway. But yeah. I feel like you should get started on, since you live so close, you should start digging. Just I'm, start just dig- get going. You're like, I already broke ground. Hmm. The foundation is actually already there. <laughs> I think you have something there, Craig. <laughs> PD right. takes notes. <laughs> hmm. I think the magician could make it I, happen. I hear uh, there's a certain form of coyote that might have a shovel you can borrow. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it off the wall from Never Los Arcos. Yeah. Is anybody used. still listening now? If uh, they tuned out? Well, hey, I'm going hey, to hey. try and win us some money on this holiday scratcher. Okay. okay. So scratch away. Is Craig going to talk about holiday do. scratchers while you scratch? Is this one we got to follow directions? Oh, it's that one again. No, this one's easy. That's easy. Yeah. That's one thing about the holiday scratchers. Craig, not only do they make great stocking stuffers, you can get them anywhere in the, in the Arizona, Phoenix metro area. Great gifts. Easy, and, and sometimes be selfish by yourself to get the Arizona Scratchers. This time of year, fantastic to take part in the Arizona Lottery. And did we win money no, today? Okay, so here's the thing. So we haven't won on one of these in a while. But the other day, I said I bought like $30 yeah. worth. One. And we had, I think, 10. Most fun. We had 10 of the holiday cash ones, and we won on seven of the 10. Crazy. So it's just very weird that we haven't won on one of these. But that's okay because it only cost, that one only cost a dollar. They're and fun. it only takes one to win I, 500. I will stop on the way home. I have to stop home and pick up dinner, so I will stop and get some scratch. Yeah. Up dinner at, no. Where are you picking up dinner? Not at Circle yeah, K. I'm going to get the Circle K. You could. You can. I mean, you could at Circle K. You not. could, but you don't have to pick up dinner there. I don't, I, I don't think my wife would be thrilled if I stopped in the, the freezer section of the, the Circle <laughs> they, K. They don't have salmon there? They sell they Arizona lottery salmon. scratchers everywhere. They do. Like, literally everywhere. So go out and buy your holiday scratchers today. Find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. And you must we be 21 or older to play. And the Arizona lottery. Blatantly House 9 says PHNX needs a sports bar in the new arena complex. <sighs> yeah, say less. And Charles said PD's going to build his own studio in the new arena. He's, and you know what? PD will build it himself. Like I am, you're not wrong. And Craig will paint because he's a good. Craig won't do shit. No, just like we, where was Craig when we moved into this office? He painted. Oh, I feel like we haven't brought he that painted, up in a long time. He's thinking two about walls, it. Makes my hip hurt. Two walls <laughs> in the smallest goddamn studio of, of our two studios. Hey, did smallest that come room. in on a weekend? Literally the smallest room. Wait, let's let's who let, put up the brick wall? And let's be and honest the about floor. who laid the floor. You see right here this wooden floor. This guy. <laughs> The, 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 that I put that up by, and where was everybody else they're watching sports on the more furniture recliners <laughs> I put up that and this not sure I would have chosen that color, so just saying so I gotta be honest too with the painting of the what do we call that room again the mini bar the mini bar the mini bar four peaks mini bar I mean I painted yeah but I didn't tape I don't tape. Wait, well, what's the hardest part of it's the prep work it's yeah it's the, the, the tape yeah who did the taping I have no that idea. That was my wife. She actually came into the office. Really did? You're <laughs> kidding me. So at home, there's no doubt in my mind at the Craig Morgan home, if there's painting to be done, there is no doubt in my mind your wife's doing the, the painting. That's no, she's doing precise, the, taping. the taping. I do the painting. The taping, I mean. Yeah. The, the prep work is precise. It's accurate. You need to do it correctly. If you do not, you will not have straight lines. That is absolutely 100% your wife's job. Yep. Period. Yep. You come in and slop the shit on the walls. Yep. Don't take an OGs before painting oh. your walls. That's all I'll say. Um, but you can take an OGs for any other occasion as long as you're, um, you know, at home or doing it responsibly. OGs gummies 
amazing flavors. Um, whether you're taking indica, sativa, microdose, sleep edition, happy balance, whatever it is you're looking for, OGs has something for you. As I mentioned, delicious flavors. I guess I did. I took a screenshot. <laughs> taking yeah. a photo. I don't know. I, mean, I think you could paint with on you OGs. Could. You could. In it, fact, I have a story of a, you a, need a friend to tape. Who, who was, in fact, high when he decided to paint his dining room and he created sort of this <laughs> freeform buffalo on the wall. <laughs> his wife was not crazy about it, but he was he was inspired and he loved it. So there it is. Wow. Okay. You well, wouldn't need tape. To learn more nope. about OG's gummies <laughs> and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. Oh, man. Um, Last but not least, I have to mention this because this is our last show before Monday and then this will not be an option anymore. If you want to get a diehard membership Mm. for $20 off, which we haven't done, we won't do again for at least probably a year. Um, Now is the time to get yourself a diehard membership discounted from $79.99 to $59.99 from now until the end of tomorrow. So don't wait become a diehard. We've had a lot of new diehards join. We've had a lot of people join the Discord, so welcome. We're so excited to have you. And if you're already a diehard and you want to take advantage of this, give the gift of a diehard membership to somebody else. If there's Arizona sports fans in your life, you can get the diehard box, put it under the tree, and it'll look really nice there, I think. Um, so, yeah, so many perks to becoming the a diehard. The diehard box is impressive. It's Yeah, the, the diehard Anyways, box. That our diehards know. You get, yeah, you nice. get a card. You get access to our Discord, 20% off merch, 20% off events. You get a free shirt or hat when you sign up and then every year that you renew after you get a free shirt or hat. So just so many perks as well as access to diehard only content, which we have so much more of it coming in 2024. I, I, I just coming said, this week. Ooh. Oh yeah. You got diehard. What do you yeah, I got my prospect report Ooh, yep. featuring diehard only featuring Connor geeky. I know people want to read about Connor geeky right now, Justin Kipke and Carson Musser, who's actually playing really well right now in the USHL. That's awesome. Yeah. Just Connor geeky. With Charlie McTavish. Yeah. Con- Connor geeky. Lighting ripping it up. up. Right now. Oh my yeah, God. He's a, he's a hot got that. Right now. Got, uh, Oh, I got a special story on Logan Cooley. His relationship with his brother is coming on Tuesday and I'll let people know about the die hard. Wow. Die hard blog on Monday. What's a diehard Well, you kind of mentioned it the other day, and it was a shot. It was a surprise to me, but I'm excited. It's coming. That sounds interesting. I wouldn't do it, but it sounds like... (laughs) Well, you can, actually. That's the great thing about the diehard blog. You can contribute to it. Do I have to write, though? Well, you'd have to know how to write. I can do a vlog. You'd have to know how to spell. Yeah, Petey but. does voice to text, so yeah, I'm not, that's my not, my, not <laughs> some of the things that so have come you? up. Some of the things, but my mom doesn't check it after before she sends I don't it. Think I know does my favorite text message I ever got from my mom is "I'm converting to Islam." That that was the text <laughs> message, and we cannot, for the life of us, figure out what, what she, she was, was trying, trying to say. To say. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. What what else do we have coming this week? We have something special coming up on yes. Friday. Yes. I think we're going to tease our Friday show. Can we tease our Friday show? Yes. Yeah, we have. We said it yesterday. It's a literal, yeah, we've, for those of you who are We have six shows next week. It's literally a fireside chat at the house that Bill Armstrong is currently living in. Not his house, but a house where they remodel (laughs) his house. That has a fireplace with stockings, hung with care. Fireside chat. And we're going to do a fireside chat live on Mm -hmm. Friday afternoon. Bill says he's going to come down in his Hugh Hefner jacket. I told him (laughs) to wear a robe, but he said that's probably not going to (laughs) happen. Um, who knows what we'll wear? Maybe we'll have ugly sweaters. I don't know. Got to come up with something. But yeah, that's going to be a blast. I have, it's going to be Can't wait. So, so diehards. Extra show on Friday. Diehards are supposed to do what? Diehards, you can submit questions. I, that will be next week. You'll know exactly where to do it in our Another Discord. Perk. So if you want to if you, you ask Bill Armstrong a question, become a diehard with that discounted price. And then you can ask Bill Armstrong a question um, and feel free to be funny with it. 
because we get some great Because Bill's funny. Yeah. And it's a holiday show. Yeah. Holiday themed show. Yeah. Yep. We'll talk hockey for a little, but then sure. it'll probably what get off the there'll be hors d'oeuvres? Oh my God. For sure there'll be hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Will you have Pellegrino cooled to <laughs> the, the, a crisp 34 degrees? If, if there are hors d'oeuvres, first Sorry. of all. Sorry, Kyla. I didn't, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. If there are hors d'oeuvres and we're anticipating snack treats, are, are we anticipating very bougie? Appetizers, like appetizers, know. can go bougie like, in a hurry. I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> bougie I feel in a like hurry. Leah has Great a closer name. relationship with Kyla, so she might have an idea of what's coming. I, I don't, don't know. I, have, <laughs> I, I will say, if, I they, if, if they if they teeter, if the if the arrow teeters into bougie snacks, I'm not eating them. Oh, you can leave bougie appetizers. I more, like, more for us. You go to those parties where they walk around with the little trays. I'm not. I literally can tell you, I'm not going to eat one of them. Might be the best food in the world. I mean, eat it. Don't know what it is. What is that? I don't know. They usually tell you. Well, it doesn't get me. Yeah, well, but it, and that's but that doesn't apply to, tell to me. Patty's Day party. Like you if got, it's a Ritz, you got bullied Ritz and eating. cheese whiz, buddy. All about it. <laughs> you know he got bullied into eating the same Patty's Day food, right? Yes. And I then did. he liked it. I had to because it was again your wife. Yeah. Believe me. Oh boy. All right. We'll wrap it up. Thank you all so much for watching. Hit the like button on this video. The Mullet Magician is asking you kindly to yeah, hit the like button um, on this. And Where was he be been? sure, I know, be Not sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. And if you'd prefer to listen to this on audio or you are listening on audio, <laughs> be sure to subscribe there and leave us a review if you are so kind to do so. You can follow us on Twitter. Petey wants to hit 2,000 followers I'm, I'm close, 28, by the 20, end of 20. the year. Oh, He's 28 away. So yep. if you're not following at S. Peters Hockey on Twitter, go do, that. go do that. You can follow me at Leah Merrill. Follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow Danielle at Abrica Danielle. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, everyone. Full day, Full day ahead, Saturday. pretty much. Yep. Uh, enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your Sunday. And we'll see everybody on Monday.